Welcome, my friends, to podcast 210. Yes, indeed. One Hand Speaks podcast number 210. This is my fourth year anniversary celebratory podcast. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Wow. Four years of podcasts once a week. I want to say every week I missed a couple, but then I bet, you know, I made sure they all got there. But I was traveling, blah, blah, blah. This kind of thing can happen. Nonetheless, yes, podcast number 210. Almost hard to believe. Almost hard to believe. Four years completed. Now I'm starting my fifth year of podcasting. Wow, it's it's been it's been exceptional. It's been so enjoyable. And sometimes, you know, I mean, it, it can be a little taxing getting them in there and getting them done uh, and learning curve and all that. But I'll tell you what, I just simply enjoy speaking and hopefully you enjoy listening. I've had some great, great podcasts. Uh, I like the one about the one-handed crime of fashion. That was a great podcast. The one-handed theremin player. <laughs> That one was great. Um, Anything on Aikido has really been profound. I've had a lot of fun doing so many podcasts. And, uh, you know, right now I'm basically, you know, I'm at my four-year anniversary. I'm at my four-year anniversary, and I'm just basically going to tell you where I'm at. Where I'm at today, my tendonitis, my tennis elbow is getting substantially better, but I still have a fair amount of pain lifting things, but I no longer have extreme chronic pain all the time. A little stiff in the morning. That's that's a challenge. Um, yeah, I still got some work to do, but it's still there. I got this new thing. I've only told maybe two people about it, three people, but I might have tore my meniscus. Yeah, I might have tore my meniscus. I don't know. I have, a, I, have a, I have to go see a doctor on Thursday. So that's kind of up in the air. That's a thing. We'll see what unfolds with that. We'll see what unfolds with that. I'm just really excited about the springtime, trying to spend more time in the sun, a little bit of time every day after work, just go to the park and hang out. That's been really pleasant these last few days. It's starting to get real hot in Idaho, and I'm loving it. I am simply loving it. Um, Yeah, one thing I'd like to see happen in year five is uploading all my podcasts to my YouTube page. I'm a long-standing YouTuber, but not very active. I think I uploaded my first video in 2004. That might actually be the case. Uh, maybe 2006. Can't quite recall. Uh, and there, there was a while there YouTube was real challenging, tracking down accounts and all that. But I've restabilized. Would like to spend a little more time on the YouTube making some funky videos and uh, travel videos. Just, yeah, I got quirky, funny ideas, but I want to start uploading. I want to start uploading my podcasts. So that'd be pretty cool. And then, you know, I think in year five of One Hand Speaks Storytelling Podcast, I might have to open it up a little bit more. I, I, I had that podcast about the nitrous baby, about my experience at a dead show, uh, watching some like truly truly hardcore, sincere hippies trying to sneak in a nitrous tank into a dead show in a baby trailer. And they even had the nitrous tank looking like a baby. Yeah, they were going for it. 
Now, I normally don't tell stories like that, but I'm kind of feeling the urge to do that. I'll probably do more of those on my YouTube page because I definitely have some very strange and unique Funkalicious stories to tell. But this podcast tends to be a little more G-rated. I, I rarely cuss and I don't talk about uh, parts of my life that would benefit from a little bit of cursing and just some content that's probably rated R, not just sexual, but yeah, I've just, you know, I've had a funky life. I've had a funky life and there's just a lot more I want to share. So I might have to upgrade this podcast to an, I guess, a PG-13 or R rating in some cases. Uh, And not all stories are necessarily going to have a one-handed theme so blatantly. However, I think any story that I'm telling is a one-hand speaks story because, well, what can I say? I have one hand, and I like to speak. So we'll see what happens in year five, my friends. Yes, let's, let's switch it up and just move forward in a different kind of way, in a different kind of way. Some things I've been thinking about, uh, wanting to do a lot of traveling, but that's not really, that's not really on the forefront right now, just based on uh, what's going on in the world today. Um, maybe in the United States, of course, I can travel around. You know, the, the CDC said we could take our masks off when we're outside or alone and, you know, still got to have a mask getting on a plane. But my goal, of course, is deep international travel. And I'm scheduled for a pilgrimage in, a, a Buddhist pilgrimage in 2022 back to Tibet This time I plan on leading that pilgrimage, so hopefully that unfolds. And then I have another trip set up in in, uh, 2022, yeah, going to China. And then this time I just want to spend time in China. Basically, returning to the Shaolin Temple and then going to uh, Master Shen Quan's temple, uh, Hoi Ko. He is lineage holder. I've done a podcast about him. Uh, and I have a great relationship, like I have a, a connection with Hoi Ko, also known, also known as Hoi Ki, depending on the Japanese, I'm sorry, the Chinese pronunciation. But he was a one-handed martial art Buddhist who was in charge of the Shaolin Temple back around 549 A.D. He's my man. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And there's a reason why. Uh, Buddhist monks bow with one hand. So I really want to visit. There's a resurgence of Hoi Ko in uh, in China, and they've built and resurrected a temple, uh, and there's some really great places out there. It's very secluded. It's going to be hard to get to, but that's my goal, 2022. And then this year, I wanted to go to Nepal. And I, I actually was planning on September time frame, but right now, if you're watching the news, oh my word, India and Nepal are taking huge hits. Huge hits. Yeah, India is just, it, it's unbelievable what's going on. And sometimes we don't get a lot of news right now. Well, our news coverage is typically, our news co- coverage is typically a little skewed, I gotta say. And, uh, so we don't get we don't get 
to hear everything. You got to work hard sometimes to get to get current news. I love listening to the BBC and other countries newscasts because they're not as filtered and they're not trying to uh, prevent us from hearing anything or seeing anything or anything like that. So I think it's nice to tune into that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, so they're taking a big hit. I was planning on going in September, but I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Um, so I'm, I'm getting ready to start working on my, my past travel videos to get them up on YouTube. Uh, it's been a long-standing goal for a while, but yeah, many funky things have been happening over the last bits of time, and it's just been, you know, it's been a little bit of challenging. It's been a little challenging getting to do some of the things that I really want to do. And uh, the video multimedia platform is just a great, uh, a great access of expression. And I really like making videos. I just uploaded a video I made for my Dharma Center. Well, not for the Dharma Center, but for the organization, the Buddhist organization that I've been with for almost 20 years, Dzogchen Sri Singha Foundation USA in the Dzogchen Retreat Center. I made a 15th day miracle, the uh, miracle of inexhaustible samadhi food performed by uh, Gautama Siddhartha for you deep Buddhists out there. And uh, yeah, I made a video. I just uploaded that to my YouTube page and just trying to get it all together, trying to get it all together. Uh, so I don't, I really don't think I'm going to get to Nepal this year based on how things are, but I am hopeful. I'm hopeful. So might try to squeeze that in next year. It'd be tough getting to Tibet and then later in the year back to China and then later in the year, maybe Nepal, but we might do it. We might do it. And then hopefully maybe do some traveling with my mom this year, get, get, get out to Mexico or something crazy like that. Uh, I just found, I, it, it took me a while to find these images. You know, the great thing about, well, it might not be so great. Just the idea of digital organization, whether it's graphic files, you know, images, videos, rec sound recordings, whatever it is. The quality of organization is not just that you can find something, but you can find something quickly. And I'd been looking for these images that I took on. In 2017, my brother and mother and I went up to Seattle to go to the uh, a Museum of Modern Pop Art in Seattle that used to be the Jimi Hendrix Experience Museum. They had a phenomenal sci-fi, a phenomenal Star Trek, oh my word, phenomenal Star Trek uh, art display, you know, just, yeah, speechless. It was so good set phasers on to kill it was that good uh, so we made a we made a weekend of it and then my brother and I went out each night and we saw some great bands we saw a big band uh yeah big band and then we saw this rock and jazz band that had a saxophone player and a guy on a Hammond B3 organ yeah the B3 organ with the Leslie uh 122 rotating speaker yeah this guy wasn't playing yeah they threw down so I want to get a little something together for that, get it up on, on YouTube, you know, that kind of stuff. And and uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Get my past podcasts up there and kind of see how all that goes. So I would love to get to Nepal. I had such a great time last year. I'll tell you, I went last year. I have a number of podcasts up about it. 
Um, I was just thinking how I almost got attacked by a group of monkeys at Swaibunath Temple, the monkey temple. Oh, my gosh. Holy smokes. Yeah, that was insane. I have a podcast about my gritty experiences in Nepal. I think three or four great stories on that podcast. Um, I left last year for Nepal. I left on the 28th of February. I think I came back on the 14th of March, and then everything shut down. I'm glad I went. Uh, I'm glad I went. And now there's like no go, no go. I'm going to have to pay a little more attention. So we'll see. We'll see. But I'll just work with what I got, my friends, and we'll keep doing the podcasts. And, you know, we're going to switch things up a little bit. We're going to switch things up a little bit. And uh, we'll just see how it unfolds. If you have any input, uh, you know, post something down in the comments or send me an email, Alejandro at onehandspeaks.com. I got to be, I got to upgrade a lot of my websites. I'm a little behind on a number of things. I'm on, I've been focusing more on my mom and my apartment and just getting organized, like spent days organizing, you know, the 30,000 images that I have and you know, 2,000 videos, just trying to get things in line, trying to get things in line. But I'm pretty excited uh, I'm pretty excited about the spring. I'm not so sure about the CDC lifting of masks. Basically, people are thinking it's like, oh, okay, we don't have to wear masks. But yeah, I still wear my mask at work. And I wear my mask a lot out in public because these are the times things can get dangerous. And, uh, you know, I got to say around the world, there are, there are countries in the world right now that don't have one vaccine and we have vaccines going bad. It's just, you know, we have to, you know, the bigger the wave, the more people can ride. We need to raise up the whole world. You know, we got to, we got to start getting vaccines out to these developing countries, help out Nepal, help out India and all the other countries that are taking hits. I, who, who, who really knows what's going on in Africa? And then the other half of that is just to be grateful that we live in a country where, we have, you know, access to that kind of stuff. We're, you know, we're on the curve. We're on the curve, but we got to bring people up. We got to bring people up. So I'm still wearing my mask. I think it's a good idea to mask up and let's not get too crazy, yo. Let's not get too crazy. Okay, my friends, let's see what next week, next week's podcast brings. What story I'm going to tell. Am I going to come out big and deep and just in crazy insane or am I going to come out light and fluffy or who knows who knows but the only way to find out my friends is to tune in next week podcast number 211 is the beginning of my fifth season podcasting okay what can I say my friends with that may the force of others be with you see I told you He's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets. A little something extra for anybody hanging in there. And uh, potentially listening uh, after the end of the podcast, sneaking in a little Easter egg. Uh, right now, 
we're, we are in what's called Sagadawa. This is a Buddhist thing. This is a Buddhist thing. So Sagadawa is one of the four great Buddhist holidays. It is the second great greatest, uh, the second great Buddhist holiday. And in this time frame, Sagadawa is from May uh, May twelfth until uh, June tenth. Basically, it's a month long celebration. We celebrate Buddha's birth, Buddha's death, and uh, Buddha's enlightenment under the Bodhi tree. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So it's a very special time frame for, for Vajrayana Buddhists. I am a Dzogchen uh, Nyingma Buddhist. I study the Ati Yoga. That's very technical information, but uh, uh, we still have two more great Buddhist holidays coming up. The, the next one, uh, the next great Buddhist holiday is the turning of the wheel of Dharma. It celebrates uh, when Gautama Siddhartha, the person we refer to as the Buddha, started teaching Buddhism or Dharma. And then the fourth great Buddhist holiday is my favorite of them all. It is lovingly referred to as Buddha's Mother's Day. And I just, I celebrate that one so greatly. But this month is a great month to, to just, if you're Buddhist, just to celebrate right? If you, just to celebrate. And then tomorrow is the actual day of celebration, celebrating Gautama Siddhartha's birth. And such a great day for me. I normally take the day off, but tomorrow I'm going to be at work. I'm going to be celebrating in my own mind the whole day. I'm actually going to start celebrating tonight. Uh, and I'm just sharing that with you. I, I don't think many of you are Buddhist out there, but, you know, we're all a little hip on Buddha. And if you like, you know, if you like uh, Jackie Chan or uh, uh, Jet Li or, you know, Bruce Lee, any of those cats, you know, that th- that are coming from a, a Shaolin overtone, let's just just let's remember that the Shaolin Temple is a Buddhist temple, and those monks not only study Kung Fu, but they also study the Dharma. So just a little something extra to share with you, my friends. And with that, you know, let's just keep in mind that even even little things we do to make the world a better, kinder, and uh, safer place makes all the difference, not only for ourselves, but for other beings. Okay, there it is. I'll talk to you soon.